For our Old Testament passage today, we're going to be opening up our Bibles to Numbers chapter 21, going from verse 1 to chapter 22, verse 21. Let us begin. When the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in Negev, heard that Israel was coming by the way of Arathim, he fought against Israel and took some of them captive. And Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed give the people to my hand, then I will devote to their cities of destruction. And the Lord heeded the voice of Israel and gave over the Canaanites, and they devoted them and their cities to destruction. So the name of the place was called Hormah. From Mount Hor, they set out by the way of the sea to go around the land of Edom, and the people became impatient on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. So here, because they were a little inconvenienced, because they were getting a little impatient, right away, what do they do? They speak bad about two people, God and their leader. The people, forgetting all the things that God and Moses have already done, now in their little bit of impatience, speak out. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we loathe this worthless food. Then the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many people of Israel died. And the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he will take away the serpents from among us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten when he sees it shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, and if a certain bit anyone, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. And the people of Israel set out and camped in Oboth. And they set out from Oboth and camped in Ea-Abarim, in the wilderness opposite of Moab, towards the sunrise. From there they set out and camped in the valley of Zered, and from there they set out and camped on the other side of Arnon, which is the wilderness that extends the border of the Amorites, for the Arnon is the border between Moab between Moab and the Amorites. There it is said that the book of wars of the Lord, Wereheb in Shuha, in the valley of Arnon, and the slope of the valley that extends to the seat of Ar, and leans on the border of Moab. And from there they continued to bear. And that is the well of which the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people so that I may give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing to it. The wall that the princes made and the nobles of the people dug, and the scepter and with their staffs, and from the wilderness they went on to Matana, and from Matana to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley laying in the region of Moab by the top of Pisgah, that looks down on the desert. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into field or vineyard. We will not drink the water of a well. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed through your country. But Shehon would not allow the people to pass through his territory. He gathered all his people and went out against Israel in the wilderness and came to Jahaz 
and fought against Israel. And Israel defeated him with the edge of the sword and took possession of his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, as far as to the Amorites, for the border of the Amorites was strong. And Israel took all these cities, and Israel settled in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon and its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites. So they took over the city, and they settled in the city of the king himself, who had fought the former king of Moab and taken all of his land out of his hand as far as the Arnon. Therefore the ballad singers say, Come to Heshbon, let it be built. Let the city of Sihon be established. For the fire came out of Heshbon, flamed to the city of Sihon, and devoured Ar of Moab, and swallowed the heights of Arnon. Woe to you, O Moab! You are undone, O people of Chemosh. He has made his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to an Amorite king Sihon. So we overthrow them. Heshbon, as far as Debon, perished, and we laid waste as far as Nopha, spread fire as far as Mediba. Thus Israel lived on the land of the Amorites, and Moses sent to spy out Jazer. And they captured its villages and disposed the Amorites who were there. And they turned and went up to the way of Bashan. And Og, the city of the king of Bashan, came out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edre. But the Lord said to Moses, Don't fear him, for I have given him into your hand, and all his people and his land, and you shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites who lived in Heshbon. So they defeated him and his sons and all his people until he had no survivor left and they possessed the land. We need to understand things might not always look logical in the natural, but when God is on your side, he's really got you and he's going to help you. He's going to make sure the plans that he's spoken to you are going to come to pass. That's our amazing and faithful God. Chapter 22. Then the people of Israel set out and camped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan at Jericho. And Balak the son of Zippor saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was in great dread of the people because they were many. Moab was overcome with fear of the people of Israel. And Moab said to the elders in Midian, This horde will now lick up all that is around us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. So Balak the sons of Zippor, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor and Pethor, who is near the river of the land of the people of Amau, some of these places and their names and these people and their names, boy, aren't we happy with our names today. And the people of Amal and to him saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the earth and they are dwelling opposite of me. Come now, curse the people for me, since they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom... You bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with fees for divination in their hand, and they came to Balaam and gave him Balak's message. And he said to them, Lodge here tonight, and I will bring back word to you tomorrow, as the Lord speaks to me. So the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam.
And God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, the king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt, and it covers the face of the earth. Now come curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and drive them out. God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. So Balaam rose in the morning and said to the princess of Balak, Go to your town, your own land, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. Okay, so God's making it clear. No, not going, not joining, not touching, not cursing. My people, my blessing is on them. So the princess of Moab returned and went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us once again. Balak sent princes more in number and more honorable than these. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing hinder you from coming with me. So, for I will surely do you great honor. Ooh, he is laying it on thick, offering things of this world. And whatever you say to me, I will do. Come, curse these people for me. Come on, do a little sin for me. But Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, Though Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the command of the Lord my God to do less or more. So you too, please stay here tonight, that I may know what the Lord will say to me. And God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise, go with them. But only do what I tell you. So Balaam rose in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. Important things for us to realize. There's people out here who could try to set you up in a trap. But when we follow clear instructions of the Lord, we're going to be taken care of. We're going to be in the place that God wants us to be. Take a look at the Israelites. As they followed and obeyed God, they were kept safe. They had food. They had protection. They had provision. They won wars. They got land. All sorts of things. COP, important. Things happen when you stay and follow and obey God. The directions that he has for you, where he wants you to go, what he wants you to do. Always keep in mind, God, what are you speaking to me? And let's follow that. Let's now open up our hearts some more for some great praise and worship.
our New Testament passage, we're going to be opening up our Bibles, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 21 together. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration with Quirinius, governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, of the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. Now, when, not if, when you come with us to Israel, you're going to see just how far that is. It's already a drive with a bus, but imagine no bus. To be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And they were there. The time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch by their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you bad news. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly they were with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by an angel before he was conceived in the womb. Obedience to the word of God. You can see here, shepherds obeying. We know Joseph was obeying. We know Mary was obeying and treasured these things in her heart and other things that she had heard from the angel and following clear instructions. Blessings come when we treasure these things in our heart, when we obey them, and when we have the fear of the Lord. I hope you learned something as we had our time together for our morning devotions. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we come to you together. Lord, we thank you so much for this time that we have to read your word, to worship together, and to pray. Lord, we come and ask, help us, Lord God, that we will be able to live a life that you can bless. Help us, Lord, to be able to obey, to have the fear of the Lord in our life, that we can follow, Lord God, all the plans that you have in store. Father, we also pray and ask, help us, Lord God, to not be afraid and to not worry, but to stand firm in willingness and obedience to you and your plan. Lord, we pray and lift up to you our city, 
our government officials. Lord, with these cases, with these curfews that are coming, Father, we just pray, put your hand upon our nation. We pray, Lord God, for sickness and disease to be far from our household, that you'll keep us strong and healthy, Lord God, that you'll give wisdom to our government officials, that you'll protect all of our doctors and nurses, Lord God, that sickness and disease will be far from them, Lord God. And Lord, we thank you for all the good and wonderful things that you have started. We worship and praise you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So see you this weekend for our services. Take care, God bless, and I look forward to seeing you on our next daily devotions. Bye, guys.